Well, hello. Hello. I, it feels like it's been ages, but it really has not. I just batched a bunch of content before we went on vacation, and now I'm back, and I'm so excited, and I actually had an episode all ready to go, and then I just felt the Lord putting this on my heart, and I decided that I need to listen to that, and I'm going to run with it. So today we're going to talk about five myths in the network marketing, direct sales, multi-level marketing space. We are going to bust those out. But before we get started, I want to make sure that if you have been following along, you're one of my Julies, you're listening in, you're resonating, you're liking the content that you're hearing, would you please do me a huge favor? I have two questions, two asks for you. One, would you take a screenshot of the episode that you're listening to and tag me? Me. Throw it up in your social, tag me at hey.its.michellecastro, and I will share it on mine as well as a thank you. I so appreciate that. And while you're doing that, will you scroll down in Apple Podcasts and leave me a review? I would appreciate it so much. And it's not so much leaving me a review, but leaving the content a review. Um, if this has spoken to you, if it has helped you transform your business in any way, please, 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 please go and do those two things. And I actually am a big fat liar because I'm going to ask you to do a third thing. Holy cow. I know so much asking going on here. Number three, would you go and join our Facebook community? It is bit bit.ly slash network marketing mamas. You can hop on over there. We are a growing community and we are there to support one another, growing their businesses in an audacious way and really looking to stand out from that network marketing crowd. You know it. I don't need to go into it, but you know all the things. So here's my three asks again. One, Take a screenshot exactly of what you're listening to. Throw it up on your social. If you feel so um, moved, you can tag some friends. Please tag me. Maybe even throw in a takeaway from that particular episode. That would mean the absolute world for world to me. Number two, would you leave me a review in Apple Podcasts? Oh, please. Um, I know. It's like so, so whatever, begging here, whatever. Um, number three, if you would join our Facebook community, bit.ly slash Network Marketing Mamas, that's where all the unicorn mamas are hanging out. We're chatting and just getting to know one another. And I appreciate the candor in there for some of you that have just come right out and say, hey, I'm struggling with this, that, or the other thing. It is a safe space where you get to share the different things that are going on. So anyways, let's get into the episode. I'll see you in a sec. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. 
This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or, let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. Okay, well, if the sound is not great, I apologize. Um, I'm recording this a little bit later in the day than I planned. And being that I live in Southern California and we have two seasons, you know, we have like hot and crazy hot. So we are in the crazy to audaciously, insanely, stupidly hot season, which I guess is like a third season that we have, whatever. So I'm in my studio, you know, which is my closet. Please do not think that I'm all that fancy. Hasn't, Hasn't gotten fancy at all yet. But I'm in the closet with the closet door open. So if you hear sounds or whatever, I'm sorry, but I did not want to be sitting in here sweating to death because that's no fun. Let me just tell you. Okay, we are talking today about five myths. We are just going to bust some myths out of the water. Here's the thing. I don't know of any other industry, and I'm sure there are, that get so put under attack like the network marketing industry. And again, like I said, I haven't studied them all. And I'm sure you can throw another industry at me where people are constantly um, just knocking it down. And I don't get that. I love the network marketing space. I think it's brilliant. And we can talk more about that in, in, a, in another episode, which I'm sure we are. But I know you. You're my mama here who is either, you're either in the network marketing space already, you've been in the network marketing space, or you're considering joining a company. And there's probably this part of your brain that's like you're excited because you found this company, it checks the boxes that you've been looking for, it has a product you're interested in, It you've listened to the four things to look for in a network marketing company, our podcast from earlier on, and it's, it's all the things that you're looking for. And then you go and tell somebody and they give you that like side eye like, oh, you're going to do one of those we all know it very well. And for whatever reason, I just, I don't understand that. I, you know, my daughter wants to go into law. I don't see anybody that looks at her like, oh, except for my dad, who's like, oh, she's going to be an ambulance chaser. She's not. We know that. That's such a terrible stereotype. We know that there's like a million other things. Anyways, I totally digress. But... Sorry. If you're a lawyer, I love you. I think you're awesome. Please do not get that from what I just said there. Um, Point being, and I'm not going to edit that out because I want you to know that I'm such a dork sometimes. And um, so anyways, back on track. Squirrel, you know, um, back on track. We are in this industry that is so knocked down for so many reasons. You can go listen to episode whatever it is about being that girl. There are people out there that give it a bad name, just like any other industry out there. But here's what I want to tell you. Network marketing is so unique, and it has always been in such a unique position versus standard brick-and-mortar retail. So, Network marketing, in general, does not have a storefront because we typically 
work our business through networking, right? We're making connections, we're building relationships, and that's how we're selling things. Then you fast forward to social media, 2004, 5, 6, whatever it is, happens, Facebook comes onto the scene, and social media like catapults all these businesses into an arena that I don't even think they could have expected. And so when in the past, when you would want something, what'd you do? You'd get in the car, you'd go to that store, you'd buy that. Well, with between the internet and social media, we have this opportunity where we don't have to go anywhere to get items. You can go on Amazon right now, order something, and it's going to show up tomorrow, most likely. And so we have this touch of our, you know, touch of a button and we can get things. Well, that's where network marketing is and always has been really at the the forefront of what's going on. So let me just throw a couple figures at you. And if you listened to the last episode, which I think is episode 28 with Blair, where we talked about social media, she started by talking about the uh, number of people who will be purchasing online. And I believe, I cannot find my notes where I wrote everything down, but I believe the stat she threw out was 91% of people will be buying online. And I think 2024, 2023, something like that. This last year, I feel catapulted that like massively. And there are so many people that are shopping online. It It's so, I mean, you go out to a mall, our local mall, and every other store is closed. You know it's bad when anchor stores like The Gap and Banana Republic and oh, what were some of the other ones that closed? But they completely closed down. So these are big, massive, nationwide, international stores that have closed down. So you see that trends are shifting, and we've seen that happen. So anyways, um, to think that 91% of consumers will be purchasing their products online. Friend, you're in the network marketing space. How do you sell your products? I'm guessing you sell it online. Most likely. I don't know of any other way that people are doing it. Even if you're a party plan company, you're still selling your products online, right? Okay, here is something that is very interesting. The direct selling industry in 2019 did about 180, 180 billion. That's with a B, billion dollars in sales. That's the entire direct selling industry. In the United States alone, we are the world leader in retail sales with yearly sales of somewhere around $35 billion. That's a B, girls. This is no small company here. So I tell you all that so you you. You check your mindset and you check your frame of reference and say, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to go and work at Starbucks. And that's fine. Go work at Starbucks. No problem. It's a huge business. We're we're doing <laughs> Starbucks numbers. We're doing more than Starbucks numbers. So just put that into um, comparison. Put that into perspective with 
all the other industries out there. I have not gone and I should have probably researched as to how does that compare to other industries out there? And I'll go go check that out. But I would encourage you to do that too. But $35 billion in the United States alone, that's pretty insane. And I'm thrilled to be part of an industry that has $35 billion in sales within the United States and over $180 billion in sales worldwide. That's insane. Like, let that sink in for a minute. Okay, so now let's talk about some myths that are out there. You might think of them a little bit like objections. Maybe when you're talking to somebody, these are the things that they're throwing at you. But I'm going to talk in generalities as far as in the industry um, itself. Here are some of the myths that I just feel like need to be hit head on and combated and It's kind of funny. Yesterday, our pastor on Sunday was talking about um, really just not being ashamed of the gospel and understanding that, you know, uh, when we say we're not ashamed of the gospel, I know this will correlate, I promise. Not being ashamed of the gospel is understanding that if you say that you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, as I do, then you believe and, and agree with everything that is in the Bible from Genesis to Revelations. And Sometimes that means you're in opposition to other people. In fact, a lot of times that is. So if we're not ashamed, then we stand up and we take it all and we say, no, 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 no. This is what the Lord says. And and I, I've, I'm i a thousand percent in that. Okay, so now let's correlate that to our businesses. And this is something that I felt like the Lord was, um, I've, I've been watching a training about this and I'm, I'm doing a, a class on this and um, then this this lesson um, sermon yesterday and I was like, oh Lord, this is not just the global of I believe what God's word says, Genesis Revelations and everything that's in there and, and you call me to stand apart and take those hard positions, but you also tell me to do so in my vocation, in what I'm doing and I need to be all in and not be ashamed of what I'm doing. And I'll be honest, there are times where I wouldn't say I'm ashamed, but I certainly vacillate and I have that little mental person in my head that's like, oh no, 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 this isn't, this isn't legit. No, 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 this is not as good as da, 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 and you list something off that maybe you get a college degree in or whatever. And so this was looking through those numbers and realizing, no, 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 the Lord has me where he wants me and he needs me to lean in a thousand percent to this industry. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. So we're going to talk about these five different myths because I think that there are ways that we can also allow them to be limiting beliefs. Okay, here we are. Number one, Number one myth is you have to know everything about the products, the business, the programs before you can get started. Friend, that's a myth. It's a lie. It is not true. Taking it back to the Bible, it's as if you need to know every verse, Genesis to Revelations, to understand that God's word is true. No, that's not the case. We can even take it to a a worldly example of Starbucks. I said this example to my husband and he was like, well, he's not a Starbucks fan. I'm like, you get what I'm saying in principle. You do not have to know everything that Starbucks offers to offer Starbucks as a suggestion, as a stop, right? Or to invest in Starbucks. If the opportunity arose for you to invest in Starbucks, you would jump on it, even if you could not stand 
their coffee because it makes sense, right? It's a good opportunity. Does that mean that you understand the A to Z of Starbucks? No, but you recognize Overall, it is a great opportunity. If you've listened to the episode where we talked about the four things to look for in a network marketing company, that's what I would want you to know, those broad brushstrokes. Do you understand that there is a system and people are succeeding in it? Is it something where everyone can win? So no, you don't need to know everything about everything. You can get in and get started, but make sure you know that this company has a sustainable product. They have sustainable systems. You're getting uh, um, joined with a team that is supportive, that really encourages you to grow and it's allowing you to um, take full advantage of what's available there. Great example. So my husband started a job uh, 11 years ago, 11 and a half years ago in the medical field. He did no training in the medical field at all. He was in the sports arena. He was um, pursuing the golf tour and all kinds of stuff. So this was like, when we say outside your wheelhouse, I mean like a thousand miles outside the wheelhouse. But what his boss recognized was my husband's ability to connect with people. Before he started this job, he was like, I don't know anything about imaging. I was like, you don't need to know a darn thing about imaging. You get in there and you'll figure it all out. Well, 11 years later, honestly, I know more about imaging today than I ever cared to know. And he does too, because you learn while you grow. What did he need to know? He needed to know, okay, is this a company that I can align myself with? Is this a company that, you know, it has possibility for growth and da, 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 all that kind of stuff. All the other stuff you'll learn. The same is this true with your network marketing business. Make sure that those big boxes are checked. It's a consumable product that you can support that actually has results. It has, you know, all of those things. You'll learn the rest along the way. Number two, in order to make the big bucks, you need to get in at the beginning. Friend, I would say that's probably one of the biggest myths I have ever heard. Uh, Sure, get in at the beginning, but I want you to think about this. When you get in at the beginning, oftentimes you're part of the crew that's establishing the programs, the systems, the all the little nuances. I'm sorry for me, that's a no-go. I want to join a company that has it all set up. All I need to do is come in, plug, play, go, do what I need to get done and grow my business. I don't want to have to be in developing the systems, developing the programs, developing all of the other things, kind of troubleshooting that kind of stuff. I want it to be set up to a point where we already have that in place. Like, I, I don't want to do that. I want my job to be to to promote the products, to grow my team, that kind of a thing. Um, I would recommend you don't get in at the very end. You don't want to be the last person. You certainly want to see that they're on a wave of, you know, starting that momentum. That's a great place to be. But you don't have to get in at the beginning to make the quote unquote big bucks. And as a caveat, as I've said many times, Um, success is really your own definition. So for one person, the quote unquote big bucks could be $300 to pay a car payment. For somebody else, it's $30,000. I don't know. There's a, and there's so many other things in between. So you have to determine what that barometer is for you. Okay. Number three, you have to have a large network of people in order to be successful. No, You do not have to have a large network of people. You don't actually have to have a large network of people in the exact town that you live in because we're a virtual company, right? 
virtual businesses. All of you in the network marketing space are more than likely growing a business virtually. So you can be making friends virtually on social media. And there's a million and one different ways that you can go about doing that. You can listen to the last episode where we had Blair on and she talks about some ways to <clears throat> to really take hold of uh, your social media and get, uh, you know, really make it what's the word that I'm trying to trying to think of, but, but really utilize it efficiently and effectively. I think that's really where I'm trying to say. Um, I'll, I will tell you that the great majority of people on my team have not come directly from my network. Um, my customers, my best customers are often not my closest friends. In fact, more than likely, my closest friends have never purchased a single thing from me. I don't know why that is. They love me. I don't take it personally. It's fine. But that's I see that over and over again. So no, you don't have to have a large network of people. You do have to be willing to put yourself out there. You can't just sit back and expect everyone to come to you. So, you know, you you got to do the work. Um okay, number 4. You can build a million dollar business in just 30 minutes a day. That's not just a myth. It's a complete fallacy and it's a lie. And if somebody has told you that, well, or if they're making you think that at all, um, you know that old adage, if it sounds too good to be true, then it's probably too good to be true. That is true here. Here's the thing I have always told every single person who has joined me in business. Consistency. Consistency. You will get in what you, you will get out what you put in. So if you put in 30 minutes a day, you're not going to make a million dollars. It's not going to happen. If that's what you want to make, you're going to have to put more time in because any business owner will tell you it takes time to build a business. So if you're looking for a get rich quick scheme, get out. This is not the place for you. And anyone who's told you that it is or even implied that it is, they're lying to you. I'm so sorry, but they're a big fat liar. That's just how it goes. Uh, If you're willing to put in the work because this is a business and those people who think that this is a get get rich quick system, a scheme, that whole thing, they are the ones who are making this industry or giving this industry a bad name. It's like saying I sold real estate for a number of years and I always laughed that, you know, people would just assume that you're, you know, a millionaire. And so I'd always say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when you pass the real estate license, they give you a million dollar check because they, you know, you know, it's going to happen. No, anyone in real estate, yes, they make a great commission, but they work their tail off for that, right? And there's times where you've got, you know, three months of of no sales. My point being, if you want to be successful in anything, you have to be willing to put in the work. The upside and the downside of network marketing is you are your own boss. Yes, you have an upline, but at the end of the day, it all falls on you. He or she is not... Um, they're not responsible for your success or your failures. I don't care if they never taught you a darn thing. It's really still up to you to grow your business. And they can, honestly, if they held your hand and watch you through, they'd be putting you at a detriment because you need to learn how to do it on your own. So you can build a million dollar business. Absolutely. But you have to be willing to put in the time and the work and the effort. It's like saying, um, 
the company I work for, we have a fat inhibiting product. Okay. It would be like me, you know, selling you the product, you taking it every single day, but changing nothing in your life. You're still eating McDonald's. You're not exercising and saying, well, that didn't work. Well, of course it didn't work. You didn't put in the work. Yeah. You took a tablespoon of it. That's fantastic. It's not magic. Girl, you got to do your own stuff. You got to get in there and put in the work. Okay. Number five, I'm getting all fired up. Let me get it down. Breathe. Okay. Number five. And I know that there are a million other myths that we can debunk, but today we're going to stick with these five. Number five, all network marketing and direct sale businesses are, you ready for it? A pyramid scheme. Um, well, some might be. <laughs> That's just the fact of the matter. You know, it's like saying, I don't know, so-and-so is a... It, 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 no, I won't even give an example because it's not going to come out of my ha- in my head, right? Anyways, it, it's it's just not true. Let me read you the definition of a pyramid scheme. This is from Wikipedia, I believe. A pyramid scheme is a business model that recruits members via a promise or payments of I'm sorry, a promise of payments or services for enrolling others into the scheme rather than supplying investments or sale of products. As recruiting multiplies, recruit recruiting becomes quickly impossible and most members are unable to profit. As such, pyramid schemes are uns- unsustainable and often illegal. Okay, so let me put this in layman's terms. Basically, as I understand it, a pyramid scheme is when you're only selling the business opportunity. So you're you're just bringing people in, you're having them buy into your business opportunity, but you don't have a product or a service to sell. That's a pyramid scheme. It's a Ponzi scheme. It's a, a version of a Ponzi scheme. It's it's a fraud. So if you have legitimate products that you're selling, then and you have customers who are buying those things and you're also bringing people in who are also selling products it's not a pyramid scheme if you're only bringing people in with the you know okay now you you bring three more people in and you bring three more people in so that you can grow this massive organization but you're not selling a darn thing then friend that is in fact a the definition of a pyramid scheme so no All network marketing and direct sales businesses are not pyramid schemes. Absolutely, there are some out there who are doing things wrong. And if you've got a legitimate company, then they are working with the DSA, the Direct Sellers Association. I think that's what it stands for. The DSA and any other direct selling um, governing body to make sure that they are above reproach. So within my company, they're always saying, okay, you can't say this because that goes against, you know, you're making promises or like, you know, I can't make income uh, promises. I can't say you join me and you're going to make X. Um, I can't, like, I I can't make those promises. So we want to stay above board and we want to make sure that we're doing things the right way with integrity. And yeah, there's going to be people out there that aren't doing that and they're giving the industry a bad name. But we are an organization. I really like to think of most network marketing structures as very similar to a franchise. So let's take um, any franchise that is out there. Let's take McDonald's because we know it's absolutely a franchise. So you've got McDonald's corporate that's selling franchises to people, 
So you and I could go and buy a McDonald's franchise. And we have certain systems and programs and whatnot that we have to follow within McDonald's corporate. And then we have... um, a a contract of what fees we need to pay McDonald's corporate. And then, you know, what, whatever we have, they earn money off of our sales. Nobody thinks that's slimy. That seems like good business. Like corporate has done all the work. They are giving you everything. Now you have to buy their supplies. You have to, you know, here's your payment structure, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Well, a network marketing system is is no different at all. You join, here's, you know, you have this much in sales, you earn this much commission. You have this much in sales, you earn that, you know, and so on. If your team does this, then you earn those things. So it's it's not any different I mean, I'm sure there's some nuances that are different, but really in the broadest sense of the term, it really is a virtual franchise that you have, I would venture to say, a lot more flexibility than some of those, um, you know, franchises like, say, a McDonald's. Anyways, we could go on and on and on. And this has gotten a lot longer than I had intended. But as you can see, I'm so passionate about understanding this industry and really helping people have the right view of what's going on here. So here we are. Our five myths that we are busting is one, you have to know everything about the products, the business, the programs before you can get started. No, you don't. Get started, friend. Number two, in order to make the quote unquote big bucks, you need to get in at the beginning. No, you don't. Number three, you have to have a large network of people in order to be successful. Again, no, you don't. You have to be willing to put in the work, but you don't have to have, you know, a million people on your friends list. Number four, you can build a million dollar business in 30 minutes a day. It's a lie. We've gone on about that one. And number five, all network marketing direct sales businesses are pyramid schemes. No, that's a big fat hairy lie. Just like all the other ones. Okay, friend, I hope that this resonated with you. If if you found value in today's episode, if you are like, yes, love network marketing, this is where I want to be. If you've been looking for a network marketing, Goodness gracious, I can't talk today. If you've been looking for a network marketing company to join, look through these things. Listen to the episode on the four things to look for in a network marketing space. If you're interested in the picture that I have painted about the company I'm with, I would love to tell you more, but let's be honest, there are so many options out there. Do your research and let me know what happens. I would love to know your journey. Okay, friend, I will talk to you soon. If you haven't already done so, go hop into the Facebook group, bit.ly slash Network Marketing Mamas, and I will see you over there. Hey there, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and learned something new or helpful, it would mean so much to me if you hit subscribe or snap a pic, share it in your social, and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping our unicorn tribe grow. Until next time, keep being you.